This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing needs and so much more as a family. Tonight and every Sunday night, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a full-time RVing mama to four kiddos on the road. I'm the creator over at roadtripteacher.com, your resource for destination learning adventures and we also chronicle our travels at diary of a road mom so you can follow us over there to find out all about our crazy life on the road and i'm calling in uh, this week from central illinois in route to a destination that we are trying to get to this week up in wisconsin and i am so excited to be talking to you wherever in the world you are it's great to hear your voice as always kt how's your week going Oh, my week's great. I am coming to you from southern Washington, <clears throat> right at the um, in the foothills of Mount Rainier and uh, Mount St. Helen. It's beautiful here, and I'm blessed to be with, oh my goodness, like six, seven families. It's crazy. Everywhere you look, there's another full-time RVing family here. Um, so it's been a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, I, I left, I spent half the week at my boondocking location where I was live from Sunday night. And, um, then we pulled in here so we could get some laundry done because, you know, we're making our way to Bend for that solar fest that we're hosting in, um, just a few weeks. And so this was a great staging area before our Bend, um, visit starts pretty much next week. Next week I should be coming to you from Bend if everything goes well. Um, and you, I know that you're getting ready to position yourself for your event as well. I am. I wish I could tell you that my scenery was as beautiful as yours, but I'm uh, actually in a pilot truck stop <laughs> uh, somewhere in, I guess it would be western, west central Illinois. I guess that's where I am. I pulled off to have this quick chat with you. Um, as you know, I'm on my, well, we talked about it last week, I'm on my way to Lake Pep in Wisconsin for a quick little visit up there um, to the little house in the big woods um, area where the Laura Ingalls uh, series, book series kind of started in that location. And so we're making a quick trip up there for a couple of days, and then we will be headed back towards Carbondale, Illinois, for our Solar Fest event down there for the eclipse. And we're excited about that. I can't believe it's already here. When we talked about this a few months ago, it seemed like, August 21st was a date far, far ahead, but here it is just a few weeks away. Yeah, so cool. So today is one of our um, cookie shows. Uh, every once in a while, we just wrapped up season 10, so we're right in the middle. Like, right, we wrapped up season 10, so we're right we in the middle, um, yeah, and the bridge between seasons. And so for the next four shows, we're going to be doing four minutes. Four, four minute, ha, 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 four 15-minute <laughs> shows. And so... Without further ado, let's start tonight. Tonight, we are talking about kindergarten, ready or not. And depending on what state you call home, the standards are different. 
for when it's appropriate to send your kiddo to kindergarten. Some states don't even require kindergarten. Most states have a cutoff date when your child turns five. But let's uh, start. But now let's start right there. I mean, how is it that you can someone can look at a calendar and just make a general determination of what every five-year-old in the state needs? Uh, that just seems kind of crazy and kind of ludicrous. And um, I think when I was in my traditional six and I just took that for granted, but now that I've been trying to live an intentional life for the last seven years, this uh, all of a sudden doesn't fit anymore with how I want to educate my children. So it kind of irritates me as well because we aren't even at the gate of this subject yet, but uh, (laughs) kindergarten, it's like, I don't know, who knew it could be so controversial? (laughs) I know. Well, you know what? I I was reading up on this this week in our research for the show, KT, and you know, I look at it that out there, and so many districts around the country, you know, it's all over the place. It's not we can't pick on any one state or anything. And I'm really not picking on the public school system either to in general. Um, but so many districts use those assessment tests to determine if a child is ready to go to kindergarten. And, you know, I, I just think, you know, okay, all right, that's great. Let's get them on a chart right off the bat. You know, it's like we're going to label them and chart them, and, you know, let's just talk about that for a minute. Here's a kiddo that may or may not have had any formal preschool education, which means that they've probably never even taken any kind of formal test. Um, and even if the kiddo has went to preschool, you know, this is probably a whole new ball game for them with a whole new set of pressures. And I just, you know, I think about, you know, some kiddos, I've got one of them in my own road school that really don't perform well under those scenarios. It's true. It's true. So, uh <clears throat> In our opinion, at, here at Road School Moms, we are of the opinion that there is just not one single indicator of whether your four or five or six-year-old sunshine is ready for official kindergarten or not. And guess what? The best test you could give him and her to find out. Well, if if you've been listening long enough, you've guessed it. We have very low expectations, and therefore the answer is none. So let's not base the start of your uh, lovely entire formal education on one pivotal circumstance. Instead, let's talk about all the things. So the first thing to consider is eagerness. Is your kiddo eager to explore and discover new things? Does she or he ask questions or have enthusiasm for learning? Does he have a drive to keep on the task even when it's difficult? If the answer to those questions are yes, then guess what? You probably do have a child that's ready for the next step in some formalized learning in kindergarten. Um, but if not, that's okay. Yep, that's right. And the next thing that I think you can look for is independence. Does he have the desire to take responsibility for his actions and for his personal belongings? You know, can she follow a series of two or three directions in a row? And, you know, I think it's great to – you remember, KT, we talked – I don't know, I guess it was a couple of months ago, but it was in that season 10 that we just finished up about planning a successful road school year. We talked about independent learners and how, you know, some of – it's really like a – well, we talked about whether or not your kiddos have an internal goalometer. And this is what we're talking about here. If he already possesses that self-motivation – and he's starting to show persistence to find out answers on his own and kind of has a goalometer inside of himself and is pushing himself already, then you probably have a kindergarten-ready uh, kiddo. Yeah, I love that. And uh, that, if you want more information on independent learners, that's a great show to click on because uh, a lot of good tips shared there. 
Another good indicator, if your little is ready for kindergarten, is their communication skills, as in, can they communicate what they want or need? Have they figured out how to express feelings or at least recognize the difference in how they feel versus how others feel around them? This is a sign that language skills are growing and guidance is needed here to keep heading in that right direction. So uh, just keep that in mind, the, the, that communication is really vital to formalized education, even if it's formalized home education. And if your kindergartner is not, uh, if you don't feel like their communication skills are up to that yet, then that's where you should be focusing, not, not worrying about the formal education just yet. That's right. And this next one's kind of a hard one because it's all about listening. And, um, you know, to be honest, there's not very many five-year-olds that probably don't interrupt at one point or the other. You know, they get excited or they want to tell you something or they want to ask you a question, you know, and, that, and that's okay. But for the most part, a kindergarten-ready kiddo, you know, can sit still and can listen to, you know, pretty much a whole story without interrupting. You know, they're intent on listening and hearing what you have to say and soaking in all the information, kind of like a little sponge um, without interrupting. And he can follow in simple directions like we talked about before because he's really honed in on those listening skills and knows how to process that information in his little brain. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that reminds me of um, Blaze, who um, has pretty much grown out of his spectrum issues. But when he was five and we used to do story time at the library, he could not sit still. Um, and so it was an indication to me that school was going to be even more challenging for him. Uh, so that's really an important thing to keep in mind. Ultimately, he was able to, um, uh, with time and some direction, be able to sit still. But it wasn't. It definitely wasn't at five year five years old, and that's fine. And then the other thing that Blaze struggled with and other kids struggle with is sometimes fine motor skills. If your children is comfortable writing with a pencil and can write their own name and can use scissors and glue sticks independently, then kindergarten activities will be a snap and they're ready for the next step. But if they can't, that's okay. You just need to um, help them develop and there's a lot of different Pinterest ideas all over for um, for developing those fine motor skills. There's a lot of um, Montessori type education uh, opportunities, cotton balls and tweezers, beads and um, wire, a whole bunch of stuff that you can be doing to help with those fine motor skills. Um, and so that's, again, where your interest and in, in where your focus should be. Exactly. And the last thing that I think that we can say is easily identified is their awareness for the alphabet and numbers. Littles that are ready for kindergarten can probably sing the alphabet song. They should be able to count to 10. Uh, you know, they should be able to recognize at least the numbers 1 through 5, as well as, as the majority of the alphabet. And obviously at this age, and I know my kiddos, I mean, even my second grader sometimes, you know, they, they get those, like the B's and D's gets mixed up, or they might write the letter P backwards or the number 3 backwards, and that's okay. I mean, that's you know, that, that's not an indication of anything. That's, that's, they all do that. But that's really where the kindergarten curriculum can help strengthen those areas and build their confidence um, so that the next step is learning phonics. And eventually, when it clicks, you know, you'll have an emerging reader. That's not to say that, you know, your kiddo has to be trying to read to be ready for kindergarten. That's not what we're saying at all. Um, you know, the first step in this, the very, very first step is 
being able to recognize those letters and numbers, um, you know, and recite them, um, you know, pretty much from memory. Um, but, you know, it's really important to realize that this is not a date that comes on some cutoff calendar somewhere or, you know, just because your child has a fifth birthday or, you know, anything like that, that, you know, it's like ding, 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 ready to go to kindergarten. That's just not how it works. It's an area that comes together differently for each and every kiddo. Absolutely. And, you know, um, it's, we can't, we can't not say this on this show because if you're tuning in and you're really interested in whether your child should go to kindergarten right now or not, that may be an indication that this is your first homeschooler in your, um, in your rig or in your homeschool, which means that you're going to be a new homeschool mom, which means that I really encourage you not to compare yourself and your curriculum and your child's readiness for these programs to other moms. Don't do that to yourself. That is not actually intentional on your part. You know, it's very easy to go on Facebook and see your friends and their art projects that, you know, their baby Picasso is doing. Your child is still, you know, painting their own face. Uh, that's okay. Don't compare yourself. That That is, uh, you know, that's a left turn to crazy town. That is so true. And, you know, comparison is a thief. And I've said that before. And I've really, I have said that so much lately in so many different instances. But in this case, is definitely the truth. You know, comparison is a thief. And you have to consider what will make your child feel successful and be successful at this time in his life. So if he's not ready, give him another six months. You don't have to start kindergarten in September. I mean, especially if you're homeschooling. You know, you're on, you've got the flexibility to be on your own schedule. So give him another six months or give him another year if that's what it takes to find his center for the next step. Um, you know, I know in a lot of places, I, I've read it before, and, it's you know, in this country right now, I mean, kindergarten is kind of like the new first grade. Um, and personally, I think that those, the academic requirements and the testing and the peer pressures, I mean, that's hard for even older kids to handle. And so I just think kindergarten is, you know, is not the place for that. You know, in our opinion, kindergarten is, it should be fun and creative and, you know, full of imagination and letting them figure out, you know, what they want to learn and how, and, and it's a good place for you to figure out how they learn in that early, you know, in those early years. That kindergarten should be a safe place for your kiddos to grow and be nurtured. And, you know, I, you know, think of it as like a little seedling that you've planted that's just popping up through the dirt and, you know, really is just looking for sunshine and all those other nutrients that they need to grow. And, you know, we all know too much of anything can be a bad thing. So sprinkle him or her lightly with, you know, different things and, and let them grow. They will grow. They will grow despite all the things that you do. They will grow. I love that analogy, Mary Beth. That is so true. But here's the thing. You've been your baby's teacher since day one. You really don't need someone to tell you when he's ready for kindergarten. I mean, did you know when he was ready to walk? And did you know when he was ready for potty training? Of course you did, because you're the mama. You got this, just like all these other things, just like the dilemmas before this and the many that will come after. No one knows your child like you do. You know his heart, his mind. You know what makes him tick. This is just another turn in the road for his next adventure learning, for his next learning adventure. And you'll make the right one when it's time. That's so true. And, you know, I just want to, just a quick reminder that kindergarten is not complicated. It's really not complicated at all. 
You know, and of course, KT, you know, you and I have our favorite resources that we can pass along, and I'll do that in our show notes, like Time for Learning, our official Season 10 sponsor. Um, and, you know, we can give you the, um, if you want to test drive a, a two-week, um, what am I trying to say, trial, trial membership for Time for Learning. That is still available to Road School Moms uh, using the coupon code Road Schooler. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, and there's some others that we'll put in the show notes. But really the focus for kin- for your kindergartner just needs to be those three basics. And, yeah, I'm talking about those three R's. They're still cool even today. You know, reading is your friend. And reading to your kids, there's really nothing better than that. It'll turn It'll turn into reading with your kids. And eventually your kids will be reading to you. Um, and that's, you know, your goal there. The writing part of it is, you know, that can be easy. Writing names, writing simple sight words. Um, I've got a great post about rainbow writing. That's something that my kiddos loved, um, both my girls in kindergarten. And even Tanner, um, when he was younger, that was something he loved to do was rainbow writing, using different colors. And, you know, they, he for, they forget their writing because they're most focused on the different colors and what color they want to use next. And eventually they'll start writing short sentences, and that's where you're trying to go with that. Um, and if you want to talk about math, um, you know, I know sometimes there's a little, you know, some people aren't real fond of worksheets, but when it comes to kindergartners, fun worksheets, it's a great way for them to feel accomplished. It's a great place for you to be able to put stickers on there and write smiley faces and tell them what a great job they've done. And, um, you know, math is important. And kindergarten is definitely the time to start planting those seeds of all those math processes in those little brains so that they can understand how counting works and number sequences and skip counting and all that crazy stuff. Um, you know, basic addition and even subtraction is where, you know, you'll need to start in that year. So it's really, again, going to depend on your road schooler for this part of the journey. Um, and there's great resources out there like Time for Learning we just talked about for kindergarten math. Um, and we'll put some others in the show notes for this as well. But I just, I always think back to when I went to put my oldest, um, at that time we were not homeschooling, uh, my kiddos, my two boys went to public school and, and Taylor did too before we started homeschooling. When Tyler went to school, I really struggled with whether he was ready to go to kindergarten when he was five. His birthday was in May and by all rights he should, he was two months ahead of everybody else and I, I actually took him to kindergarten orientation and I was I was a big fat mess and I will never forget this the kindergarten teacher there pulled me aside afterwards and she said I'm going to tell you something right now two things and this has always stuck with me so whether you're public school your kids you're homeschooling your kids whatever these are the two things that I'm going to say to you no one ever said I wish I would have sent my kid to school earlier but there's been many people that have said oh gosh I wish I would have waited another year before I started, you know, officially, you know, homeschooling my kiddo for kindergarten or, you know, especially in a public school situation. I've heard that a lot. Oh, I wish I would have waited another year to send my kiddo to kindergarten. Um, And so that was the one thing she impressed upon me. And the other thing that she told me, and this is so true, and I've seen it in every one of my kiddos, and that is a kid that is older in his age group or his class or, you know, his, his, his grade level or whatever, will usually always be a leader because they're more confident and they have, the, you know, they, they possess those skills and they've honed in on them a little bit longer and they just, it makes natural leaders in that class. And, uh, you know, and when I say class, I don't mean like a school class. I mean in their age class, you know, and isn't that what we want for our kiddos? We want them to be able to make their own decisions and to be a leader and not follow what everybody else is doing. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been our kindergarten ready or not show. Um, we almost made it by the 15-minute mark. We went a little bit more, but that's okay. We hope that you will um, continue to join us for the upcoming episode. We're going to be talking about Road School Mom's tips for finding road school resources, uh, what's in our road school bags for this year, and um, we're going to be having an Eclipse special from two live locations. If you want more information about the events, you can go to fulltimefamilies.com, upcoming events, or you can go to roadtripteacher.com and uh, find the information about the uh, Road Trip Teachers Solar Fest in Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, and that's a wrap for us. That's a wrap. So mark your calendars next Sunday night, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.